monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G., and joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? Now I'm good. Crack open a cold one. Your diet Pepsi? Yes. At nine, after nine o'clock at night, be up all night. Oh yeah, big time. Well, I'm drinking a hot buttered rum. I've just discovered this drink. At night, at night, you'll be asleep in two seconds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. It's a very festive drink for this festive time of year and our festive podcast. This time. Yeah, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to it. It's over now, but I'm hearing this. <laughs> That's a problem. We should maybe release this before Christmas. Because we, we usually release them at the end of the month, but this is a Christmas movie, and that'd be stupid. Yeah, we'll, we'll release it Christmas Eve. Is that a Friday? Mm, we'll release it <laughs> Christmas Eve. Okay. I guess we're really... I think it's a Thursday. All right, well, Merry Christmas and a happy uh, Rue year. Happy holidays. If you celebrate, if you don't celebrate, you can just listen and yeah. enjoy anyway. You know what? Have a good one. Whatever your yeah. your denomination, whatever your your ability to to uh, celebrate whatever tradition you have even if you don't give a shit even if you're just like it's just thursday to me man happy thursday motherfucker you knew what i meant why do you have to be such a dickhole about it <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah right anyway no it's good hope you're all having a good one mm-hmm. yeah i'm a cool one so this was my pick and i was very pleased to find a christmas horror movie by the name of who slew Auntie Rue? It's actually called Whoever Slew Auntie Rue. But it was released in the U.S. as Who Slew Auntie Rue. You're Rue. acting like we're in the fucking States. Which is better. Actually, it was uh, a production that was... What was that? I don't know. I had a weird like neck twitch and my nose snorted and I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, it was made by a U.S. studio and... The United Kingdom studio combined. So oh, in the United Kingdom, it was released as Whoever Slew Auntie Rue, and U.S. was Who Slew Auntie Rue. And it stars the great Shelley Winters from The Poseidon Adventure. I love Shelley Winters. I also yeah, love Rob really Richardson, love who is also in this movie. Which one was he? Uh, he was the um, the psychic. Mm. He was not in it very much, but I was still like, hey, Rob Richardson, he played the supreme being in Time Bandits. He was a drunk in this one. He was, he was very funny. He was great. Uh, but yeah, I will have a listen to the trailer, and then we'll uh, we'll be with you presently. Once upon a time, near a big forest, lived a woodcutter with his wife and two children. When does the fairy tale become a nightmare? When does a lullaby become an unbelievable horror? You know, there was once a little girl very like you who lived in this house. What happened to her? You've got Katie locked in the nursery, haven't you? Haven't you? You better remember, and you had better understand, that if you try anything, if you try anything, I've got her. 
fearful illusion end and frightful reality begin. What terrors lay waiting in winding corridors and shadowed corners? What devil stalks the darkness? <laughs> you children don't want to leave here. Whoever slew Auntie Rue? Whoever slew Auntie Rue? <laughs> as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, yes, this is the movie I'm picking for Christmas. So it's whoever slew Auntie Rue or who slew Auntie Rue. I have here. Uh, the recap of the entire plot of the movie. So, uh, for those of you who may have never listened to our podcast before, if you've gotten this far, that's odd, but hey. Um, <laughs> we are going to recap the entire plot of the movie from start to finish, uh, leaving no stone unturned. So if you haven't seen the film and you don't wish to have any spoilers, now is the time to stop listening. Uh, but if you have seen the film or just plain don't give a hoot, then sit back, relax, have a nice diet Pepsi. <laughs> Don't and enjoy do that on the podcast. Who slew Auntie Rue? I will quit right now. We open panning across a bedroom full of old toys, exactly like the beginning of the Disney Winnie the Pooh movie. Oh yeah. As somebody sings Except an old like creepy like yeah. porcelain dolls. As and someone stuff. is singing an old folk tune off camera, there are many creepy dolls. The singer is Check. Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure. She's singing to a little kid who's far too old for a crib. Nope, not a child at all. It's a corpse. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Hey, kids. It's Ralph Richardson. He played the supreme being in Time Bandits. He arrives at a stately gothic manor house to perform a seance for Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure. They're trying to contact Catherine, who is Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure's daughter. I assume she's dead. We saw her in the crib, We dead. don't know that was her. Well, come on. We're not That's why stupid. I assumed it. Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure has a bit of a tantrum while talking to the ghost of Catherine. We cut to an orphanage straight out of Oliver, where we meet two adorable Dickensian orphan siblings being led to see a nurse by a boss lady. Now, when I started writing these notes, I did not know who these children were. In my notes, I refer to them as Oliver and Olivia Twist. <laughs> I would later find out that the role, the the boy who plays Oliver in this that film, Christopher. Christopher. Uh, played Oliver Twist in the musical Oliver like two years before this movie came out. And I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Got a typecast in there a little bit. But yeah, so that's kind of fun. I mean, if you if you know what you're good at, just keep doing it. Yeah. So the, these Dickensian orphans are being led to see a nurse by this boss lady who seems like she might be, to put it politely... A bit of a cunt. I wrote a super huge bitch, but yes. <laughs> you can say that. I can't say that. <laughs> Back at Stately Winter's Manor, the help is discussing the big Xmas party before Blackadder, who is what I call the butler, which is what I call the butler. Fuck. He takes breakfast upstairs to the lady of the house, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure. 
there is more discussion of an upcoming Xmas party. Do we know what it is yet? Not yet. Meanwhile, back at the... But you know from the trailer. Sure. Meanwhile, back at the Artful Dodger home for wretched British youths, the Omega Bitch announces which wretched urchins have been selected for the Xmas party, including Oliver and Olivia Twist. No, they aren't included. I know. Wait a second. Nope. Turns out it was two other wretched youths, and all pale white British urchins look the same to me. Because <laughs> then I was like, oh wait, no, that wasn't them after all. Ah, shit. Who gives a shit? And they're care. all dressed like in grey. They're dressed the same. Mm-hmm. Regardless, Oliver and Olivia... Hide in the boot, which is what they call the trunk in England. They hide in the boot and... That's why I can get away with the C word. It's just thrown around Hello, you cunts! (laughs) Oh, it's just a little... She's a little bit cunty. Oh, can I get you cunts a drink? Just a little bit cunty today. I'm going full Australian. I'm having a hard time. Uh, Anyway, they, they hid in the boot and snuck into the matter anyway. They're bad eggs. I've decided already. They're up to no good. Well, they had already been brought back to the orphanage after running away. True. While sneaking in downstairs, Blackadder, the butler, charges them and says he's going to cut Oliver's tongue out. And then it, it's like, I assume he was playing a practical joke, but they cut away from the party instead, so we never really see if he was... And then he he goes into the party like, I found something, and we like thought he'd just like bring out a tongue. Tongue was like, yeah, it'd be funny. He's like, look! <laughs> he just brings out this boy's tongue. So anyway... He um, did not cut out his tongue. Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure makes some weird, sort of bleak, vague comments about how children should never grow up. When Blackadder discovers, or delivers rather, Olivia and Oliver Twist to the party, where the Omega bitch is spitting nails, she's so mad. But Shelley Winters... To be fair, I'd be mad too. Yeah, well, this one was very cunty, as you said. But Shelley Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure is like, calm your tits, and invites them in for the party. Hmm. They all have, like... Candy apples, giant candy canes. Yeah, you know, big candy. old turkey legs. I was like, ah. Oh, I forgot to mention earlier that they they refer to the house the house that they're in that the orphans talking about. They refer to it as the gingerbread house, which is the first of many many Hansel and Gretel references in this movie. Yes. In case we haven't picked up on them. So Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure is reading to the wretched, filthy orphans and telling them of her past. When asked if her husband is alive, she says, Yes and no. He's just gone to the other side of the mirror. Presumably, she married Harpo Marx. Womp, womp, womp. That was a really creepy line, she said. You're not going to give my Harpo Marx joke anything? I don't know what that Remember the, the scene in, in Duck Soup where Groucho and Harpo, he thinks it's a mirror? And I showed it to the kids and he's pretending he's a mirror. And he keeps no. like, oh, you uncultured swine. Anyway, that was a creepy line when she's like, he's on the other side of the mirror. But Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventures um, has like multiple cop- costume changes throughout those two. Like the next scene that we'll get to, she's like in a flapper costume for these children. That's when she's, that's later, when she, that's the next day when they perform. Right. You're jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Shelly Winters from the Poseidon Adventure is clearly fucking nuts, but given that she's Shelly Winters, she's so awesome and so charming that I don't care if she kills and eats all these orphans. I just like her Why so much. Why do you love her so much? Because she's amazing. She's the most, like, watching her on screen, she's just, like, magnetic. She's so good in this she movie. She was very good in this movie. And she's always good in everything. She was the reason this movie was good. You've never seen the Poseidon Adventure. You don't I even have get not this. I've seen the Poseidon Adventure. So then we get this... I don't get anything you're ever talking about. So then we get a flashback to when Shelley Winters and the Poseidon Adventure's daughter dies. And it's <laughs> as tragic as it is hilarious. I know it's meant to be just traumatic and tragic. 
but it's very, very, she, like, very, falls, very funny. She falls like five feet off of a banister in slow motion, and she's like, it's no. so funny. In the sapia tone flashback, it's like slow motion. Oh god, she I want fell? to slide down the railing, mummy. Okay, darling. Just once, and then it's time for you to go to bed while your father and I go to the cinema. She honestly fell like two feet. Oh fuck, it was funny. Anyway, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure invites her maid to join in the seance, but the maid is... Oh, and the maid is Judy Cornwell! It's Daisy from Keeping Up Appearances! I used to watch that show with my mom. I still don't know what you're talking about. The, the maid. I know who the maid is. I don't know what... She played a character named Daisy on Keeping Up Appearances. I you have know. seen Keeping Up Appearances. It's that, like, no, stuck-up British lady. I always say, mind the horse! You do say that. Yeah, it's from Keeping really? Up Appearances. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's in the field. Or uh, Minding the Paul. Oh, it's great. You'd actually like giving up appearances. It's very cute. What era is it from? Uh, I think it's like 90s British comedy. I think I've definitely heard you and your mom doing oh, yeah, lines together. Yeah. But it's, I it's, know. it's funny. You would like it. You would. It's very charming. Uh, anyway. Wait, um, can I just interject? Do you please. remember when your mom was babysitting for us and we were taking votes on what she'd be watching when we got home? It's usually Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Mary or Brown. Mary Brown. And yeah. I, I said it would be Mary Brown, and it was. And she's like, oh, they always say that British swear word. And I was like, what, cunt? And I cannot <laughs> believe I said cunt to your mom. I let You both burst out laughing as I, like, slapped my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I seem to remember you were loaded. Just a, well, not too much. I, I mean, Drunk I remember. enough to say cunt to my mom. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would never, ever do that. Uh, it wasn't cunt. It's not that wasn't the word she was thinking of. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Um, Oliver then tells Olivia. Cunt miss. Oh, Mary- <laughs> sorry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Oliver then tells Olivia the story of Hansel and Gretel. You know, in case the audience hadn't figured out that that's what we're watching yet, or that's what they want us to think. I know, even like the exterior. The exterior, exterior cunt. <laughs> the exterior, um, even though it's not made of candy, it kind of like resembles candy in how the decor is, like the white trim around it, it looks like frosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it. Just so saying it does. Look during like the that. seance, uh, while trying to ca- contact Catherine, both Oliver and Olivia are wandering around the hallways, dropping eaves. I weren't dropping no eaves, sir. What does that mean? In the Lord of the Rings, when Gandalf says, uh, "Eve's dropping," I weren't dropping no Eve, sir. Honest. That's funny. Thank you. Uh, Oliver peeps through a keyhole and sees someone is talking to Shelley Winters, pretending to be Catherine. And then I was like, oh, "They're all in cahoots together." Yeah, that's why the maid was like, "I don't want to be in your seance. Actually, I have to go pretend to actually, be your dead daughter." I, I didn't actually figure it out at this oh, really? moment. I figured it out when they asked when she asked the maid, and the maid said no. I didn't figure it out until she, the butler, hassles her to pay the man. The seance man, and then when she leaves the room, the seance man gives him a cut of the money. And then I was like, "Oh, they're all in it together." At first, I thought like I was like, "Oh, their maid's like trying to make her feel better." Mm. I I don't want to say anything negative, but I'm going to. Um, as good as Shelley Winters is, that's how bad the guy who plays the butler in this movie is. He fucking sucked. I hated every time he opened his mouth. I was just like, "You are the most hammy, over the top piece of shit. You suck." It's not even remotely that. subtle that you are the bad guy. Fuck you. Well, I think I was confused from the beginning. Not confused, but just like... I was going to say, you please don't be confused by this movie. There's nothing confusing I in this movie. I thought that Auntie Rue was going to be the bad guy, and that wasn't the case. 
the movie. Well, the here's the thing. We'll get to this at the end. Yeah. But you're giving the movie too much credit because you are supposed to think that she's the bad guy, and not until the very end that you realize that she wasn't really. But because it's not a very good movie, <laughs> uh, it's obvious from frame fucking one what the ending it's, is going to be. It's silly. It's campy. Yeah, it's not. It's, I enjoyed watching we it. We had fun watching Spoiler it. Spoiler alert, this movie isn't good at all, but I enjoyed watching if it. If you are up for some schlocky 70s... Then watch camp. most other things, but yeah. you could also watch this. This kind of lands aw- <laughs> very watch. awkwardly. It's not good, but I liked it. Uh, during the seance, we already did that. <clears throat> Olivia opens the door into the seance, you know, like an idiot. Shelley Winters, from the Poseidon Adventure, at first thinks it's Catherine, but it's only Katie. She requests dead Catherine's teddy bear. Careful, Olivia. This deranged woman might keep you here as her replacement daughter. That's what she does. Now, it seems likely to me, as I've written here, that Ralph Richardson, Blackadder, and Daisy from Keeping Up Appearances are running a scam on the bereaved Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure. Mm-hmm. So that night, a ghostly, shadowy figure dressed like a ring wraith steals into Olivia's room and swipes the teddy bear. Which turned out not to be anything. It actually was just Rue taking the bear back. But I thought it was going to... I thought at that moment I was like, oh, maybe the maid is coming in to like frame the little girl and we're going to get some shenanigans. But no, it was just Rue taking her bear back. Yeah, Auntie Rue every night gets into an all-black dress with the all-black veil and sneaks around the house. She does other things. We'll get to it. In the morning, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure informs Olivia that she'd like to adopt her. This doesn't sit well with Oliver, who is a fucking asshole. He like, kind of is. I, I hated this little boy. Katie was cute. The little girl she was, was adorable. Yeah, she was just a ch- cute child with no personality, but yeah. Um, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure promises to fatten up Olivia and Oliver. And then, and then Oliver remembers in his head the part of Hansel and Gretel. And I wrote, yes, we get it. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So He I'll keeps say, like... No, it doesn't keep happening. It happens only like... Three or it four happens times. like six or seven times. No, it happens so sporadically that when it does happen, it's so distracting. It happens it's often enough a- that you're just like, movie, I get it. It's Hansel and Gretel. It's not enough a part of the movie for it to make sense. It's just so disjointed and awkward when it happens. It's like, oh my god, now this little boy is talking in his head. So it's Xmas morning. There are presents, etc. Olivia is underwhelmed by the gift she receives as it's a new teddy bear and not the one that she likes better. Should probably just say thank you, you fucking wretched orphan. But whatever. Oliver gives a very smug look at Auntie Rue when she doesn't like the bear, and I'm just like, "Fuck you, Oliver." Please, sir, can I have some more ass kicking? That's what you need. Anyway, Oliver and Olivia wander off for a while while the wretched sooty orphans play and find and they find this spooky shed full of magic props and ominous music because Auntie Rue's dead husband was a magician. This never gets mentioned again for the rest of the movie. It has nothing to... I kept waiting for, for it to have something to do with something. It has nothing no, to do with They literally with just anything. had it so they could have this scene happen. Yeah. So Oliver um, tries out a trick. It's an illusion, Oliver. A trick is something a whore does for money or cocaine. <laughs> they find a fucking guillotine and Oliver reckons, let's just test it out on Olivia because it's, you know, it's fake. It's fake. Seriously, fuck this kid. So it turns out it's a real guillotine and it decapitates the teddy bear. Because she sits up at the last moment and she doesn't even seem scared. She's just like, oh. And she just is like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. Because she's like, oh. Oliver I didn't must- like that teddy bear anyway. Do you like your fucking noggin though, you dumb cow? Uh, anyway, someone enters the shed to spook the sooty youths. It was Blackadder. He's a dick. That night, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure 
uh, something. Oh, it does an embarrassing music hall dance routine for the city orphans, and they it's all so awkward. And the or and there's just all these shots of the orphans watching her dance and sing, and it's just like Donnie watching um, the dude's landlord dance in the Big Lebowski when they go to the modern dance quintet recital. Just going, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's wearing like a flopper dress. It's pretty it's great. So weird. So Olivia fucks off in search of a good teddy bear, but Shelley Winters in the Poseidon Adventure doesn't take kindly to this. Olivia wants this old one, though, especially since the new one has no head now. But Shelley Winters in the Poseidon Adventure is nuts and seems to think that Olivia might be the reincarnated Catherine, even though this is the last time they bring that possibility up. They abandon it right after this. They abandon a lot of plot threads in this movie. <laughs> but, you know what? Shelley Winters from the goddamn Poseidon Adventure is so good in this movie. I had to just write that again. She's amazing. Like, she elevates this not-very-good movie to being worth watching. I will agree. She is very charming to watch. Oliver goes wandering again, and he hears singing through a dumbwaiter. He appeared out of nowhere, right in front of that dumbwaiter. <laughs> uh, now, it's the singing from the cold open in Winnie the Pooh's room. So he rides up in the dumbwaiter, and he observes Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure talking, or taking, rather, the old corpse out of the crib and sticking it in a coffin. Just he's like, ah, don't need this anymore. Put this in here. Put this in the closet. This movie is not making me scared of Shelley Winters. I just feel sad for this traumatized, mentally ill woman. <laughs> she doesn't ever... She hasn't even come across as remotely dangerous. She just comes across as this, like, poor, lonely, mentally ill woman yep. who's being exploited by the people around her. Yep. <laughs> and, like, they keep pressing the idea that she's the Wicked Witch and it's going to be like Hansel and Gretel and she's going to eat the children or something. But I'm like, no, she just wants her daughter back. It's just sad. Uh, anyway... <clears throat> Uh, the car arrives to bring the orphans back to the Artful Dodger home for the Terminally Wretched. Uh, and everyone departs except for Olivia, who is missing. Oliver thinks again that she's the witch from Hansel and Gretel, because he hears more of his stupid voiceover from the book. It only happens like three or four times. It's so weird. Yeah, and then Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure says, Don't worry about her, she'll be sent along later. <laughs> uh, and then, for no apparent reason, Blackadder decides it's time to just reveal that he's a shit and blackmails Rue. Shelly Winters from the Beside Adventure saying that unless she gives him 2,000 quid, he's going to tell the fucking police that she has Olivia locked away. Like, what is that in, like, today's money? Uh, two thousand. It's probably like six or seven grand. It's not very much. Not too. Anyway, for um. Who lives in the house, that's the gingerbread so house. So, this is another part where the script doesn't make a lot of sense because nobody cares about these wretched orphans. Right? And if Rue wanted to, she could easily adopt them. And, like, I get that and she that only they, wants the girl, but she could adopt them both they, like, and then she, not care. She told Katie, like, do you want to come? And then didn't give her a choice, but she and wouldn't have like, had a yeah. choice anyway. But Katie was also just like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and she's like, great. And Oliver's like, I don't know about this. And it's like, you don't get a fucking vote, you piece of it shit. It was weird. It, it, just, was it didn't have to happen this way. So uh, Oliver then did, uh, flies the coop and sneaks out of the home and sneaks off on a bicycle back to the stately Shelley Winters Manor on a rescue mission. At least I thought it was a rescue mission, but actually his first stop is to steal a bunch of her diamonds. So it's less of a search and rescue SNR, more of a B&E. Anyway, uh, li after lining his pockets, he takes the dumbwaiter up to Catherine's room where he finds Olivia hiding in a big dollhouse like a weirdo. She's fine. Oliver, for no reason, claims that Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure is a witch. She's gonna eat them. But Olivia seems fine with staying. I hate this kid. I don't know why Olivia listens. I have no idea, but she just kind of goes, Yeah, okay, let's go. I'll follow you instead of staying here in this big stately house with 
stuff. Where I get like all the food I want and teddies yeah. and... So now here's this part that really annoyed me. So there's a secret passage in the room that leads into Auntie Rue's room. And they say, they say they have to go through the secret passage to sneak through her room without waking her up. Because they both can't fit in the dumbwaiter. You stupid asshole children, just go one at a time. They could have just taken turns, but instead, they sneak through, and because Oliver is a stupid fucking wretched sooty orphan piece of shit dipshit. I really hated this little boy. Mm-hmm. A lot. Uh, before they can leave, though, Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure confronts them and says that they don't need to leave. They have a home forever now. Great! This sounds like a win for these kids. These homeless children. <laughs> they get to live with this insanely rich lady in an old house, and then she'll leave them all her valuables. Dumb fucking kids. So the next day, Inspector Detector arrives, uh, and he makes inquiries. Shelley Winters yells at him, and she does this, like, crazy cackling thing. Then we get the Keystone Cops and Inspector Detector bumbling around outside going, What's all this then? For a little while. And then we never see them again until the very end. Inside, Oliver is hiding the jewels inside the bear and planning for him and Olivia to buy a big stately house with the money when they're older. You know, like the one they currently live in with their rich adopted guardian. Fuck, this kid is stupid. Do you hate this movie now? <sighs> no, but I don't like it. <laughs> Granted, Shelley Winters is getting a little bit more kooky, but she's still just traumatized and mentally ill. She has abandonment issues. She's not homicidal. Oliver dashes to the door and babbles about witches. Yeah, he runs out to... Now who's a kook? He's babbling about, oh, there's witches, witches. Yeah, now who sounds crazy, little boy? Not Rue. She's right. just sad. Ralph Richardson shows back up and asks, what's wrong with Oliver? A fine question, Ralph. He takes some brandy and ignores Oliver. I get it, man. <laughs> In the kitchen, Oliver keeps inner monologuing about the witches from his storybook. He seems to really think that Shelley Winters is going to eat him. What an asshole. Because there's never an indication that she's going to do anything bad to these children. The only thing we see her do that's weird is that she has her daughter's dead body. But she's not fucking it. She's singing to it. She's oh, just... Oh, Joey. I'm just saying, like, she's just upset. She's not dangerous. Joey, no. Anyway. Oliver goes to fetch some firewood, but then uh, he goes round the outside, round the outside, round the outside for some uh, ding-dong ditch, oh my rings God, the bell, Joey. and while Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure is distracted, he runs for the key to Olivia's room. He goes to free her, but before long, Shelley Winters notices his absence and goes to stop him taking Olivia away. We get a chase sequence, they can't get out the front door because it's locked, and she hid the key in the stuffing bowl, even though she could have just held on to it. That part was weird. She's like, I'll hide the key here. I'm she like, ruins a whole bowl of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, just put the key in your pocket, you, know you silly bitch. how dirty that key is? Ugh. Anyway, Oliver brandishes a knife. What a delinquent. She then knocks it out of his hand and locks the two in the pantry. Shelly Winters goes to put her crazy person clothes back on and put her dead daughter back <laughs> in the crib. And while doing so, she accidentally crushes her daughter's skull and gets daughter dust all over her hands. That stuffing is definitely ruined now. Dead daughter, the key. So now she's having a fully dissociative episode and she goes to finish making stuffing. Oliver tells Olivia to call her mummy and poor ill Shelley Winters from the Poseidon Adventure falls for the oldest urchin trick in the book. They lock her in the pantry and she starts chopping at the door with a meat cleaver, which is pretty cool. So Oliver then piles wood at the door, pours fucking kerosene on it and sets it on fire. This child is evil the system failed this poor traumatized woman the system failed 
What do you think? Am I right? She wasn't in a system. We are all in a system, Nicole. <laughs> Oliver Oliver runs back for the diamonds, proving once again what he really cares about. Oliver and Olivia dash out into the fresh air, just as that nutty butcher from the beginning of the movie who pinched Daisy from keeping up appearances ass, and she was like, oh! Remember? All right. And you're like, he's sexually harassing her. I'm like, he is, but she's like, this isn't. This doesn't even seem like she's humoring him. She's just like, oh, you. She was into it. I wasn't victim blaming. I'm just saying, there was a difference. Not the rest of time. This is for, purely for comedy. Don't don't harass women or touch them without their permission ever, or talk to them without their permission. Don't I, even look at. Don't them. even. You know what? Don't leave your house. <laughs> Wait, you're not supposed to anyway. So uh, the, he shows up Six though, and he arrives away. with this like delicious roast pig that she was gonna cook, and it turns out she wasn't gonna eat them at all. You know, like I said. And at the end, it's just like Oliver's just like, oh yeah, she tried to do bad stuff and we ran away and we tried to save her. But I'm just like, so the movie wanted us to be like, what a big twist that she wasn't the bad guy all along and he was the crazy one. I'm like, you know, we know that from the first scene it of the movie. It was a though. bit strange, yeah. So like, it's very much, it felt like that was supposed to be a reveal where you're supposed to be like, oh. But if the movie had done a better job of making it seem like maybe she was bad, I would have maybe gone for it. But it didn't at all. No, I she agree. was just sad. She was just a sad lady. So, look, this movie is not good at all, but Shelley Winters is great. Yeah. She's in the Poseidon Adventure. Nicole, you did some research. I did. I kind of went down a weird rabbit hole with this one. I don't normally do that. They try to stay off the internet as much as possible. Um, Only because you don't know how to use a computer. That's also true. Um, so this was one of many films in the... I need your help with this word, Joy. Grand Dame, Grand Dame Guignol, Guignol um, genre. It's also known as a psychobitty genre, exploitation. That's my favorite. Hag horror. Um, so movies like Hush, Sweet Charlotte, whatever happened to Baby Jane. Yeah. So first, I had to go into looking up what that was all about. So it's a oh. subgenre that combines elements of horror, thriller, and women's film genres. Which I also had to go down that rabbit hole too, and follow well, like that a little. Flicks? So it's movies about getting your period and stuff. Kind of, so it's like women-centered narratives that are aimed to appeal to female audiences, portraying women concerns, concerns about motherhood, your periods. That's all you know about women. Oh my God, Joey. I feel they attract bears. So then I had to go back. Um, it usually features the. Psycho Biddy, which is my favorite name for it, um, usually features a formerly glamorous older woman who has become an unbalanced and terrorizes those around them. It's like Sunset Boulevard. So this one was aiming for that, but she didn't really <laughs> terrorize anyone around her except for stealing a child. But she was so good. Um, these movies are usually tied to the 1960s and the end of classical Hollywood era type thing. Mm -hmm. Um and should be considered within the context of the dying studio system. Um, and that's actually why I think that this movie does kind of work in that it's not a good movie, it's not a good plot, yeah. but the production value and the performances are of that style, of that era of filmmaking that I really, really like. So it's like a fun pr presentation to watch, even if it sucks. Yeah, and it totally falls into like the older woman who's become unbalanced. Yeah, like Sunset Boulevard. Um, so the other movies that are in this genre are... Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which yeah. I haven't seen. It's really good. Hush, 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 Sweet Charlotte. Very good. I haven't seen that one either. And um, What's the Matter with Helen? 
What is the matter with Helen? I don't know. They all have really long names, and I'd like to watch all of them because I did have fun watching this movie. I had a great time watching Um, it. This movie got just bad. Fifty percent or fifty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The thing about like old movie Rotten Tomato scores is that it's probably on like five reviews. And it also, um, a review from the time when it came out, someone said, it never becomes a full-blooded horror movie or an effective variation on a fairy tale. It really does Which I kind of agree. It just kind of lands a bit flat and it's a bit awkward. But she's so good in it. But it was fun to watch. And it was a Christmas movie, Christmas horror movie. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, you know, I had a very good time watching it. It's only 90 minutes. It does not overstay its welcome. Because if it was much longer, I think I probably would have turned on it. But, like, yeah. Yeah, so, it, yeah it, we would have uh, lost interest, I think, if it was longer. I had already... I was starting to lose interest anyway, but yeah. Yeah, me too, kind but of. But I, again... And I, I, I will say this for sure. If Shelley Winters hadn't been in this movie, it was just some other random woman, I probably would have hated this movie. Because I hated the little boy so much. And I thought this script frustrated me because i'm like this movie thinks it's clever and that like it's gonna surprise me at the end but they t- it's so frustrating and it's not a bad thing if a movie is predictable because a movie should be slightly predictable so that means that the script made sense but it, if it's going for like a surprise twist ending and you know what it's going to be five minutes into the runtime it's a long wait for the movie to catch up with you yeah and yeah we were always ahead of this fucking movie yeah <laughs> But I liked seeing Ralph Richardson. I liked seeing... Um, uh, I closed my notebook and I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but she played um, Daisy on Keeping Up Appearances. Right. And I loved seeing Shelley Winters from The Poseidon but Adventure. Right now I really love the 70s era horror movies and They're wonderful. needed something lighthearted. There was another movie I was going to pick for this Christmas. I can't remember the name of it now, but it was, it was much darker and I just kind of couldn't cope with something really heavy and dark right now so i picked something more fun i'm glad you did mm-hmm. first of all congratulations Thanks. poor old auntie rue oh. the name of this movie sold me on it pretty much yeah i'd never heard of it well next month is january it's the new year month of my birth and if there's one thing i love it's subtitles yeah. So we are going to watch <laughs> a French period horror action film directed by Christophe Gans. Uh, it is entitled Brotherhood of the Wolf. It stars Samuel Le Bihan, Marc Dascascos, Emilie Decaine, Monica Bellucci, and Vincent Cassel. They were both in the Matrix sequels. Uh, it's uh, based on a, a real-life series, loosely based on a real-life series of killings that took place in France in the 18th century and the legend of the Beast of Givaudan. Oh, Givaudan. I don't know that legend. Yeah, uh, and the puppets and animatronics were designed by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So oh, that's I'm excited. Really cool. I've wanted to see this movie for a long time. It sounds really good. When did it come out? 2001. Nice. So yeah, I'm trying to th- it's been a long time since we watched a French movie. Mm-hmm. The last one might have been Martyrs. You know, oh, like eight years I ago. I liked Martyrs. I did too. That At the time, I didn't one. like it as much as I do now. That one has grown on me in the intervening time. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So be sure to come back next month for Joey's birthday extravaganza <laughs> as we watch Brotherhood of the Wolf. And yeah, that should be a good time. So thank you um, for joining us. I What? Don't give me that look. I'm a professional podcaster. 
Thank you for joining us. Uh, you now you got me in my own head about this, and I'm like self-conscious. Chef John. Oh man, I have. I hope you enjoyed our podcast, and be sure to come back next week because you are, after all, the David Koresh of my gentle caress. I don't know. No, oh, I lost Joey. it. Oh. <laughs> Until next time, I am the creature Joey G, and I'm the bride Nicole. Y'all stay jolly now. Merry Christmas. Kissy kissy. Under the mistletoe. So beside the bag of toys, little Joey hopped. But they hadn't gone far when Santa stopped. Unharnessed all the reindeer and Joey wondered why. Then he heard a far off booming in the sky. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run. Pretty soon old Santa began to feel the heat, took his fur-lined boots off to cool his feet. Into one pop Joey, feeling quite okay. While those old man kangaroos kept pulling on the sleigh. Hey, six white boomers, snow white boomers, racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. Six white boomers, snow white boomers, on his Australian run.